We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike. And she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And he's Grogu. <laughs> he says hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is season two, episode 49 for December 6, 2021. And today we are celebrating the Disney community. And that is why Grogu is wearing his ears. Absolutely yes. why. And he looks amazing. He does look amazing. He always does. He does. I think this is going to be one of our top five episodes ever. I'm putting it out there so it's going to be true. That's right. And as always, though, we want to start by having some updates from last week. And... You know, I think it was last week. I Sometimes I forget. It kind of runs together sometimes. <laughs> but um, last week, Brenda said, which do you like better? The gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian or the gingerbread carousel at the Beach Club? Which is your favorite? The vote was surprisingly kind of 50-50. Really? And so I want to know. What you all that are watching think, which is your favorite? Let us know in the comments on YouTube or on the website or over in our Facebook group or go over to Brenda's page. Um, you know, any of those sorts of pages and just let us know what you think. Which do you like better? Now, Brenda was not able to choose because she likes them both for different reasons. But Sophie. Yeah. I want to know what you think. And I want to know what Grogu thinks. Which does he like better? Obviously the gingerbread house. 
He likes the ginger because of the treats, right? No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's saying oh my gosh. no. Sir. You are a traitor, little man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the carousel because he gets to ride and have fun. Oh, okay. And Sophie likes the, the gingerbread, gingerbread house, house because she gets to get her treats. Exactly. So still 50-50. That's what I it am... keeps coming out like. So, yep. so right now, it sounds like my vote is the deciding <laughs> vote. Uh -oh. I am a so, motivated being, okay? And I'm surprised. I am too. Not. I am too. And, you know, I think I understand Grogu. My vote is obviously with my girl Sophie <laughs> and I choose the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian that's because, just because we're too big to ride the carousel only Grogu can do it yeah well there's that but the other thing is that um you know we get to buy treats and enjoy exactly. treats and we and we've done that yeah. but I think Grogu is like you know what I'm going to say the, the carousel because you're right. He is big enough to ride it, um, whereas we're not. But and he also knows that he can <laughs> that he can con some treats out of Sophie, too. Right, I was about to say that. Easily. Yeah. Easily. So, yep. so he's got the best of both worlds. He'll, put, he'll pick one, but he knows he's got both in his corner. So. <laughs> 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 so, oh god. So that's anyway, funny. that's true too. Let us let us know though. We want to know okay, what you all think as well. So so keep yep. us posted. Leave us comments. All right. Well, moving on from from that little fun little tidbit. <laughs> uh, we have some cheddar from the big cheese and Brenda, I have got you listed for the first piece of cheddar yeah i think it was right up your alley it is it's exciting i'm glad it's back coming back yeah. it's a storybook dining at artist point with the evil queen and dopey and grumpy and it's going to reopen on december 16th and it's the first restaurant with the return of disney princesses snow white along with dopey grumpy and queen will stroll through the enchanted forest while you dine Wow. And that's yeah. that is the first time they're gonna be that close because it's you know, we've had to do the selfies with the characters behind us several feet for yeah, oh, wow for a long time. And oh. it's the first restaurant that has princesses back. Yeah. Even if it's just Snow White, but she is a princess. I don't think we've ever eaten there, have we? We have not eaten there. Mm, I'm curious about this now. I I'm gonna be tried... doing some research. Yep. I tried to make some reservations at some point when it first opened. Could yeah. never get them. Could never uh -huh. get them. I've been there with the girls, and I could. I when I posted this on my page, I could not find the photo I really wanted to post. I posted one with the Evil Queen and Leanne McKinley, but there's one that I need to find, and if I find it, I'm going to send it to you, Mike. It is Aaliyah okay. imitating Grumpy's face standing next to him and it's the <laughs> cutest thing ever and I, I can't find it so I'm gonna try oh. to find it because it was really cute oh yeah really a cute oh, experience wow. but the food was really good too so I'm glad go. it's coming back I hope that everyone will enjoy it oh wow and I'm sure many people will enjoy it so 
that's good news. Yeah. Now, yeah. if anything you... that goes back to normal is good. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, if you are one of those people that lives locally or goes, you know, stays off property or whatever and likes to drive to the parks, then you may be excited to know that the parking trams are returning to the Magic Kingdom later this month. That's good. That, That's really good. I, I, I can't believe how many people I saw post and how excited they were. It's some a long them, walk from where friends. you park into the Transportation Ticket Center. It's a long walk. Yeah. 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 And I had some of my friends say that it was actually their very, it's their favorite ride of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at the end of the day, right? Oh, yeah. Especially the then, car. Right? Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that's and, happening. Yay. And regarding the rest of the parks, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, the trams will be returning to the rest of the parks throughout 2022. So no dates yet for that, but they're going to start bringing them back. So that's, that's big right. news. Yep, that's very good. Very good. Just onward and upward. Yeah. Exactly. All right. And then that, that leaves me, I guess. Yeah. Save this, the best for last. Yep. This past Friday, on December 3rd, Orlando was designated as Walt Disney World. What? I didn't say uh, that right. No, you did. <laughs> oh, I see. Orlando designated this day as Walt Disney World Day. Also, right. I have something that I want to share. And it wasn't this past Friday. It was actually on Thanksgiving Day. But I went down to Florida with my family to go see our other family, Jagan, Aunt Sheila, and Uncle Randy. And while we were there, I got the opportunity to go with Jagan to the movies and we saw Encanto in the theaters. And if you can't, it is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I implore you all to go watch it, but if you can't, then it will be streaming on Disney Plus starting December 24th. Christmas Eve. It is such an amazing movie. I love it, love it, love it. I think it might be my new favorite. I'm not sure. That's big time news if it's Sophie's favorite. That is great. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm very exciting about him naming Walt Disney World Day as December 3rd. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And as we know, and I think most of you watching know as well, um, the YouTube, I post the YouTube on December 5th. Podcast audio goes up on December 6th. And December 5th is the anniversary of Walt Disney's birthday. And this December 5th, he is or would have been 120 years old today. Yeah. And that is one of the biggest reasons why we wanted to celebrate Walt and celebrate the Disney community that has grown up because yes, of Walt for Disney. Sure. You know, yeah. and so that's why 
Brenda's button is happy birthday button for Walt Disney World. I think it's <laughs> awesome. I think it's just awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, all I got is a look of Epcot's World Showcase. But you know what? I and like all it I too. got is the castle, despite oh, how goodness. beautiful it looks. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday, Walt. Happy birthday, Walt. Happy birthday, Walt. And we've got another happy birthday later on in the show, right, Sophie? Shh, shh, no shh. spoilers. No spoilers. Spoiler free. Oh, yeah, sure. You already kind of gave a spoiler, but okay. He gave so, a tease. Yeah. I gave a tease, not a yeah. spoiler. Yeah, you're right. All right. So I have a simple question that I would like each of us to answer and you listeners i want you to think about it and give me your answers as well so how has the disney community become like family to you and since it's such a oddball type question i thought i would start us off so that brenda and sophie can kind of get a feel for what i'm thinking here Okay. Sounds great. All right. So, you know, I started my blog, My Dreams of Disney is my first Disney blog. And I started it in September of 2010, 11 years ago. And I started it primarily as a way to, um, to document the trips that Sophie, Cindy, and I have had, and the ones that I had before they were even in my in my life, you know? And out of that blog, this whole community started growing, you know? We yeah. started, people started finding it. It started taking on a life of its own. People started following it. They would comment on posts. They'd be like, and it, and it was just incredible the, the way that, the, the Disney community just kind of embraced it, you know, and out of that blog, I started writing for Chip and Co. And that's how I met Brenda uh -huh. because Brenda wrote for Chip and Co as well. And we started and we got this friendship going that, you know, it, we've been friends for 11 years, but it feels like we've been friends our whole life. Yep. You know, and, We've always had a, um, we've had a saying, and Brenda has always drilled it into me. <laughs> I'm her, I'm, I'm your brother from another mother, yeah. and she's my sister from another mister. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Because we are family, you know? She's not just a co-host, and she's not just joining Sophie and I. Yeah. It's his family. She's like Aunt Brenda. You know? Oh, yeah. You know? So, yeah. so that's exactly how we are. And, and we had family on, on Chip and Co. You know, we had Ken. Oh, my Ken gosh. was our, Ken was, he was yep. older than us and he was as gung ho a Disney fan, I think, as you'll meet. And he's, he's gone to be with the Lord now. But, but, Ken was such a great inspiration for us because we were all able to just talk Disney 
enjoy enjoy life you know and enjoy what going to disney world meant to us and and all that so so that was just the start of of how how disney the disney community became like family you know and then um as my blog kind of grew some it dawned on me because i've always been for anyone that doesn't know i've always been the guy who wants to see what kind of numbers i'm getting you know i'm the analytics guy you know yeah and i want to see okay where's where are people connecting from and how many downloads of the podcast, how many hits on the Facebook page, you know, all those sorts of things. Yeah. But one morning, and I'm, and of course, one of the things that Brenda and I have in common is our faith. And, uh, and one morning, um, I woke up, the Lord put on my head to look at my blog, and I saw that my dreams of Disney had people reading it from all over the world that and lord told me yeah and and it's not nearly as much as it used to be because life you know yes but but the lord put it on me that if people are that gung-ho about reading about your disney stuff maybe there's people that need prayer and so one of the one of the things I started was this, was a Sunday morning segment called Prayers for the Week, and and that E E K Prayers for the Week yes. for this week. yes for this week yeah although you know what it could be both right I didn't even think about it W E A K yeah but maybe mm-hmm. that's what it should have been <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we're weak and we're strong so yeah. yeah. So I anyway, think, I think it's good as it is. Prayers yeah. for the week, W double E K. Yeah. 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 And, and that grew up into a Facebook page and it's still a thriving community where people, when someone needs prayer, they, they find us, they post in there and they've got a whole community of people, prayer warriors that are praying for them. And, right. and anyone that wants to join that, Go out onto Facebook, search for Prayers for the Week. You'll see a picture of, um, it's actually God's Acre over at Old Salem in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. <laughs> but um, but you'll be able to join, and we'd love to have you. So so look us up if, you, if you're in the need for prayer and need some prayer. Um, but anyway, out of that, out of those posts, um, my friend Amanda. Amanda Pazic, and I don't think I hope she doesn't mind me saying her name, but um, but I did anyway. Her husband Daniel was sick, and she needed prayers, and so she posted one one episode. She just posted about um about needing prayers because her husband was sick, and we just started praying for her. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we had great times and we had great results and we had not so great results. And, you know, and unfortunately, Daniel's with the Lord. But, but out of that. Fortunate for him. Fortunate for him. Absolutely. Unfortunately for Amanda and Kate. Everyone who loved him. yeah. Yeah. But out of that came 
a family, you know. Amanda, we met them at the poly. They were getting ready to leave to go back home, and we were there, and we got to meet them, and we were all we we met them, and we were hugging, and and Sophie and Jagan and Kate were became friends, and yeah, and and it's so funny because Cindy and Sheila are hugging Amanda, and I hug her, and I'm starting to bawl like a baby, and all these women are just totally fine, and I'm just sitting like a blubbering idiot. (laughs) Yep, I'd have been with you, Mike. But that's how it was, and that's just, those are just three examples of how the Disney community becomes family and i could go on and on and on i i could i haven't talked about the blog rail and my friends out of the blog rail but i could i haven't talked about my buddy lee who um lives north of the border and he's pretty cool and lee is absolutely cool and his blog which is disneylandia go look it up disneylandia.com um haven't talked about you know, I haven't even talked about my pixie relationships yet and how much family that is, you know, but all of that, all of that started, all of that started because of Walt Disney. You know, if Walt Disney wasn't at Griffith Park, wasn't looking for a way to have fun with his girls and not have to just sit on a park bench while they rode the rides. Yep. Then Disneyland doesn't happen. Yeah. Walt Disney World doesn't happen. All these fan blogs don't happen. And on and on and on. I don't know Brenda. You know, Sophie doesn't grow up knowing how much fun it is to go to Disney. You know? Yeah. Oh, and and well, I mean, and we even, would still have the movies. Yeah, yeah. Small but in comparison. <laughs> it is such a small yeah. piece compared. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so and and I'm gonna see what Sophie adds to the table when we get to her. I, I left you last, Sophie, on purpose. Yeah. But um, but you know, it's just it's just the the web of how those connections are built just keeps growing and growing and growing and it's just so neat um it's just so neat to see how how all that is used you know so so i don't know i think i might have talked enough but i want to hear Brenda has to say. Did I make sense? Am I making sense here? Oh, of course you are. Yes. Anyone listening will totally get it for sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, I wrote wrote some notes down that I'll get into in a little bit. Okay. With me, okay, I went to Disneyland for the first time when I was eight. And I didn't remember much except for the teacups and the Matterhorn. Um, But then I went to Walt Disney World when I was 15. I know you know the story. It was the first time I'd ever flown in a plane. And we pulled up in the taxi at the Contemporary 
it was just ridiculous watching that monorail go through the right through. I mean, it was like, what? <laughs> it was just the craziest thing I'd ever seen. And, you know, there was only Magic Kingdom at that time. But yeah. I just loved it. I just fell in love with it. And I wanted, you know, as time went on, I wanted to take my, like, if I ever have children, I want to make sure they come here. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lapse of, well, I went in 1979, then I went again in 1981. And then there was a lapse until, I think, 1990, nope, yeah, 1989. There was a lapse. I took my my child for the first time. And it was like it, it just meant so much to me to, to share that with him. It yeah. was like it was just so important to me to share that with him. And so subsequently we starting in 2000, we took the kids every, you know, every year. And it was just the best part of life. I mean, it was just something to look forward to every year that was so different from every other day in the year you know going to disney it just it's such a feeling of happiness you know oh yeah just a happiness it's different it's just a different place it's the disney difference yeah and so like you said i started writing for chip and co i, I also had my own blog at the time and then i thought you know as we're calling you know calling to book our trips on the regular disney line i'm like they need people who absolutely love Disney, like gush love Disney and want other people who travel there to feel that, to be booking these trips. It's not an admin thing. It's a, it's a magic thing. Right. So eventually from, you know, from working with Ch Chip and Co and then having Pixie Vacations as a sponsor, I ended up being an agent with Pixie. And of course, you know, all the, all the friendships. I mean, somebody calls you and they're a stranger, but that does not last for long. They become your friends. No. Yeah. The opportunity to meet them in person. Like I just was able to meet, you know, guests of mine for 10 years. I just was able to meet them for the first time at the park during my recent visit. And it's just, it's such a connection. Disney is such a connection among the community. It's just, it's just, I mean, to think about what Walt left <clears throat> is amazing. What a yeah. difference he made for so many people. All these yeah. podcasts, all these blogs. I mean, there's just, he just made such a difference. It's just mm -hmm. such a gift. Really, really special gift. So I did make a couple of notes that I'm going to read so I don't forget what I'm saying. Okay. But, um, hoping I get through of this. It's not, it's not very long, but there's a couple things I wanted to highlight in honor of him. Um, Obviously, when you go to the Disney parks, there's like this special, unique happiness that like comes over you. It's just, it's such a, yeah, it's such a different destination than other destinations. The, you know, part of it is the cast members are great. Part of it is, you know, how it was created. But part of it is the people that you meet that you don't know that are in the park with you. And it, mm -hmm. it's just a big thing. And, like, it brings people together from all over the world. And I can, 
I wanted to share this one example of the trip I just had that it's a short example, but to me, it really conveys kind of the difference in the Disney community versus visiting other places. And it's this, we were waiting for the, for enchantment, our first view of enchantment. I wanted to be down main street because I, I knew that the buildings were going to light up and uh -huh. I wanted to be like away from the castle. So we were going to sit on the curb and wait for the show to start. So uh -huh. right when we sat down about an hour before showtime, another couple sat by us and um, we were talking, of course, because, you know, you do, you talk to people. It's everybody's got that thing in common, that Disney thing. So we're sitting on the curb and I decided to go get us hot chocolates for the fireworks. So I put my backpack in my spot and I, I left and went to the Starbucks. So I was waiting in line. I forgot my phone. I don't know how that happened. But anyway, regardless, while I was gone in this 40 minute line at Starbucks, another family had come on the other side of Butch and it was a young couple with a little two-year-old boy and he and Butch were like really interacting a lot like playing and Butch was hiding and you know it was really cute I didn't get to see any of it well while I was in line at Starbucks I thought I'm going to go ahead and get Coco's for the couple that we just met that's sitting by us as well as us so I got four Coco's I went back and I handed Butch's cocoa, and then I handed this our new friends their cups of cocoa, and they were so appreciative. Well, then at the same time, they wanted to, you know, Butch wanted me to know they had met another family. Well, the people I just gave the two cocos to said, we're going to share ours, and let's give them this one, and they can share it. And that's, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like, it's just. It's like you love someone enough to do something nice and they love someone enough to do something nice. And that's, that's what I mean. It's, there's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that short story just explains it all. I think it's just, that's just the way yeah, it does each other, but it also yeah. contributes to the, the PDSD, which is the post Disney stress disorder, because that is a real thing. <laughs> And when I leave, you know, leaving it is hard. It's like you, you wish that life was like that here and everywhere, but it's not. So we keep that bubble and we keep going back to that bubble because we wish the world was that way. But we, you know, Walt, and I tried to find this quote by Walt. I could not find it word for word. So I'm going to paraphrase, but it said something like this. We want people to come to Disneyland, be happy, and then take that happiness back to their community and make a difference. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I think we all feel. All all of us who love Disney. Yeah. And yeah. you know, not to get you know too religious or anything like that, but that's Walt's great commission. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I'm telling you right now, people, if you don't know, Walt Disney had so much faith. There is an essay, and it's it's on a website, I word for word, um, and that's where we get our history. It's called This Day in Disney History, and he wrote an essay called Prayer in My Life. 
by Walt Disney. And I posted a quote from that on my own personal Facebook page. But it is worth Googling Prayer in My Life by Walt Disney. And you'll find it and you'll read it. And you will see exactly what I'm talking about where he talks about how his upbringing, his congregational upbringing and his religious background and upbringing in his family led to him being able to do some things that, you know, may not be able to do. So go find it and read it. And it is really a powerful statement. So I'll post the link in the notes. That's awesome. um, Is, and so, so yeah, that, just like you said, Brenda, you know, take take the enjoyment and the everything, the camaraderie and everything from your trip to Disney, bring it back home. Let it wash over people that haven't been there, you yeah. know. And, and we're lucky because we get to actually share it through our through our jobs. I mean, yeah, you know, that gives us an opportunity to to share that with people. But even just out in the world, I mean, just kindness just goes so far. I mean, yeah. 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 So that's Great it. Great stuff, Brenda. Great stuff. Thank you. Hello to those people, by the way, if you're listening, because, you know, it was pretty cool to share that with you guys. And then yeah. I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going back to what you said about how Disney just has this different form of happiness to it I'm going to expand on that some more because to be honest I for me the Disney community with all the friends that I have their love for Disney is an extension of my relationship with them it doesn't it's not what started the well I guess with Jake and it is what started but it kind of took a back burner with her just because we are such good friends on so many other levels. Sure, Mm -hmm. we met at Disney and that was the start of the relationship, but our friendship goes beyond just Disney. Oh, sure. But there are also my friends that I have that are purely about Disney with me and they are a whole different breed. I usually don't make many friends, but when it comes to Disney, it's just like something changes. There's something about Disney, and this is the best way I can put it, there's something about Disney that makes humans forget the bad in the world. Because if you think about it, we are scared to open up to each other and become friends with each other because we don't know what the other person's like. But when you're at Disney, you kind of get the sense that there's not a single bad person here. Everyone in this park is my friend. And that definitely becomes the case with Billy's Closet of Magic. We met him and we met his human I feel bad because I don't remember the human's name. I just remember Billy. Well, Billy's friend is Chris. Chris. That's his human's name. Got it. 
Yeah, there are a lot of Chris's in my life, so it's not it's not that big of a surprise that I would forget it because I have at least three Chris's at work. I have a Christy that's a female Chris. That's five Chris's that I know in my life. And I'll admit it, when I first met him, I was like, wow, we are talking for a while. Is this okay? And then I was like, wait a minute, it's Disney. Of course it's okay. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gave me all this and I was, he gave me the ears. He gave daddy the crystal. He gave mommy the magic band that she can clip onto her purse if she wants. And I'm probably going to use it because she likes her daisy one. <laughs> just he so just, sweet. Just spreading the love, the Disney exactly, love to other people. Exactly. Right. It's wonderful. And if, if I had met him outside of Disney that day, you can absolutely be certain that I would have been like, who are you and why are you giving me all this stuff? That's not normal. Stop it. Yeah, your defenses kind of go down when you're around people who kind of believe like it's like our value system's the same or something. Absolutely it is. Because it makes that's you comfortable. What, that's what Disney does. It brings out the good in people. Totally. And it's only when you have the good in people that you can get to know them and form bonds with them. Like, my, I know about Jackie, and I was going to talk about her, but my first instance of this was probably with Brienne and Tyler. They live up mm -hmm. in Canada, and for the longest time, I met them at Disney. We were riding the Tower of Terror together, and... Just after that, I formed a pen pal bond with Bri with Brienne, and I'm sad that I stopped after a while, but it was just so busy and I couldn't keep up with it. Well, Sophie, yeah, just so you know, Brienne had a birthday on the 30th of November, and Glory. I wish her happy birthday because we're Facebook oh, friends, and great. I shared a picture, and she could not believe. How fast you have grown up and how awesome you look. Because I shared Yay. a picture of the three of us at the Garden Grill with, mm. with Pluto looking over our shoulders. That's sweet. <laughs> I said, Aww. pay no attention to the weird one taking the selfie. That was me, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You just reminded me that she saw me when I was a little kid, and now I feel bad because I was an ugly kid. Oh, my no, gosh. Weren't. That is so untrue. That is, too. That is oh. so untrue. Moving on. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, of course, there's Jackie, and she was a gem of a human being. We rode Mickey's Runaway Railway with her. She was just a gem to be with. I loved talking with her. Yeah, and you know, Jackie is an example, like Miss Brenda was talking about, how, you know, there are people, you're, you just, in, you're in line, you talk to people, you're waiting, you talk to people, and you don't know, and you know, we may see Jackie again at the parks, we may not, you but we we'll always have that moment where yeah. we were hanging out and we rode a ride together, you know? Absolutely. So, and, and, you know... It's just that's that's what the community is all about. You run in if we see if we see Jackie again at the parks, 
You know I'm going like, to hug her. Yeah, and it'll be like like we just saw her yesterday. Exactly. You know? So, and just I like found out on Brenda, my next trip, I'm supposed to meet my friend Cassie, and I'm oh. I'm, I'm just beside myself. Can't wait. Can't wait to meet her. Oh, yeah. it's just so great. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like I finally get to meet you after all this time. It's just and, like your best friends already because you have that common bond. Exactly. Right. And just like when you met PJ and her family, yep. it's like it's like you knew her all along. Yeah. And you just happened to run into her at the parks. Yeah, we so. planned it, but it was so great. So great. And then how could I forget about this? Shoot, I don't remember his name, but I know I have his phone number. Um <laughs> <laughs> There was this guy. We were the last time we flew down to Disney. Um, we were sitting right in front of this family from Baltimore, and he was the boy was turning. I think he was seventeen, going on eighteen, and he was going to Disney World for his birthday. And he was talking about how he was going to get a red lightsaber. And I just turned around and I was like, you like Star Wars too? And he was like, yeah. And turns out we just kept on running into each other. We hadn't even gotten to Disney yet. We were still at the Orlando airport. And just mm -hmm. daddy had gone to go to the bathroom after we got off. And mommy and I were just waiting there. And we just saw them walking past to go get their stuff from baggage claim. And we were like, oh, hey, we saw you on the plane. And they were like, <laughs> oh, hey, you were the guys in front of us. And then we were like, you going to Disney too? And well, obviously they weren't. So we were like, what resort are you staying at? Pop Century. Oh my gosh, we're staying at Pop Century. Oh, you're going to be on the we, same Magical Express. We were. Yeah. I sat right next to him. <laughs> That's when yeah. I got his phone number. And then every day, every day for the rest of that trip, we didn't get to see each other in person again, but we knew the parks that the others were at. We we texted every day to tell each other about our day and I could probably still find his phone number if I looked hard enough, but I'm not going to do that. So right neat. Now. And it's just great. Yeah. It is. It's, it's such just... a connection. It's such a bond. Yeah. yeah. That's the yep. Disney community. Absolutely. That's and, you know, Walt Disney started. Yep. And you know, I, um, I opened up the question, Sophie and Brenda, in Billy's Closet of Magic, and I asked them if they had anything they wanted to add. So I got response from Chris, Sophie, that's Billy's human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And from his friend Chrissy, who who was there when we met Chris, but she went on to go get some merchandise or something. Um and so they both responded. I would like to read what they wrote. Nice. Um, Chrissy said, the Disney community Ohana for myself and my family long before I became an angel for Billy's Closet of Magic to help others helped me numerous times when we lived overseas due to the military in Guam and when we could not attend the parks. Friends and just complete strangers would send pictures and gifts to us. 
if we needed something, they'd find it so that while we could not attend the parks we loved, we still could share this joy with our children to keep the wonder alive in those little eyes when they receive the magic. She says, now that I'm an angel, I get to smile and feel the joy of giving back to others that I was blessed with. We all know each other's favorite princess, hero, or villain characters, items we collect, and we can keep each other up to date on the newest items or surprise each other with them. The Ohana is a bond that reminds us there is still goodness in this world and magic is real. If you ever need a friend or you're having a bad day, our Ohana is always there to lend an ear of support or hand of support. And the best part is when we get together in person to share the magic together, the more the merrier. That's what Chrissy said. That is great. Chris, Chris added, they have always been huge support for me and my family. They make me and Billy feel like we are home in this community and have started in the magic we share just by being amazing and welcoming and can't think of any better way a family can be than the Disney community that Billy and I are part of part of with our angels and group. And then he adds, and this will touch all of us. Yeah. Now all I need is chocolate cake. <laughs> Chris, mom, Billy, we're right there with you. That's right. That's right. Plaza Inn. Go to the Plaza Inn. They'll give you like a six-layer chocolate cake, and you and my mom can split it. Yum. Or or Billy and Chris can split it. Nice. It's gonna be nice. six layers. They can have two each. Yeah. Also, I I did find his contact in my. In my text, because I have the app on my computer too. His name's Michael, and he's actually from South Carolina. Well, there you go. And y'all are in North Carolina. That's not far. Yep. I think it it could be a thing. I mean, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be. I got to text him again. Yeah. And then next time we're down there, find out when they're going to be there. You got a new ride, buddy, right? That's nice. (laughs) Yep, and this time we're going to actually make plans to meet each other at the park instead of just, like, texting each other. Because I I was scrolling through the text that day that we had 50s prime time. Mm -hmm. Our reservation was at, like, noon or something. His was at 3 p.m. We missed him by three hours. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Sounds Uh. like a connection. Oh, it yeah. is a connection. Yeah. Okay then. Well, I that is what I wanted to answer, yeah. and I think we did a really good job of answering that question. So I think we did too. Listeners, how has the Disney community become like family to you? So. Thank you to Chris and Chrissy for your responses. Yes, thank and, you. And, you know, I gave them like 10 minutes advance notice. So thanks for jumping in <laughs> right like that and, and, and nice. doing it. I really appreciate that. Oh, and, yeah. um, and, you know, I appreciate that. And it means a lot to me. So thanks for doing that. And also, um, like like Brenda said, thank you all. Yeah. 
So is there anything else we need to add to our feature topic? I, I mean, we could continue talking about this for hours, but I think we've gotten a lot said already. I think so too. And I'm glad you mentioned Brienne, Sophie. Yeah. I was going to if you hadn't. Yay. And I'll just tell you right now, Brienne and, and I are kindred spirits because neither one of us like Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sophie and I love it. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps us up for our feature topic today. And it is time to move on this day in disney history you Yay. know part of this day in disney history walt's birthday mm -hmm. but sophie well, has day, some additional information yep. so i'm gonna sing i'm gonna say both of these things because although walt's birthday happened yesterday it's very important to me and i would like to talk about it or sophie. read about it because the entry is very detailed and I love it. So then, on December 5th, 1901, it was a Sunday and Walter Elias Disney was born to Flora and Elias Disney in their two-story cottage at 1249 Trip Avenue in a newly developed section of Chicago, Illinois. In 1909, the address of the house will be changed to 2156 North Trip Avenue. The fourth Disney son is named to honor the family's pastor and friend Walter Parr, a preacher at St. Paul Congregational Church located one block east and one block north of the Disney house. The pastor in turn will later name his son Elias after Walt's father. The Disney family will move to Missouri in April 1906, where Walt and his brothers and sister will grow up on a farm in Marceline, but the family will later return to Chicago in 1917. That is so deep. Happy it's, birthday, Walt. Yeah. Happy birthday, Walt. And I love that they actually talked about where he got his name from. That just, I like that that just adds to yeah. it. I like that too. And then more importantly, well, not more importantly, but more in tune with the day that it is on December 6th. This is actually very interesting to me. I didn't know about this. It blew my mind. But two years later, on December 6th, Walt had just turned two years old when his little sister and his only sister, Ruth, was born. Her birthday was the day after Walt's, and that's why we were talking about two birthdays today. She's his only sister, and she was born in Chicago, Illinois, too. And it says here that as a young adult, she moved to Portland, Oregon, and married Theodore Beecher and had a son named Ted. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. There's not much about her, but I didn't realize that there were two other boys besides Walt, Roy, and Ruth. Yep. Wow. Seems like families back then had a lot of kids. Kind of yeah. reminds me of my mom's family. She's the oldest of five. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, 
Well, great well, happy stuff. Happy birthday to the Disneys. Yes. Yep. Yay. Okay. Well, you know, the I more things change, the, on. the more they stay the same. <laughs> it's time for our stump the soap session. Uh-oh. Which of late has been Sophie <laughs> is like you know she she like you know I say this and she answers with the correct answer it's right then. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I think I'm just this glad one, I got a streak going. This one I think is going to be harder than you might think. So I think he's trying to fool yourself. Yeah. This character is a peg-legged bat. Oh, I know this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to remember his name. Let me think. He's very forgetful and clumsy. I do know which movie he's from. I'm just trying to remember his name. (laughs) I am no help on this one. He is the right-hand man. Even though he's a bat, he's a right-hand man. I know. He's the bat from the Great Mouse Detective. He's Radigan's sidekick. Yeah. Go through the alphabet in your mind. (laughs) It's a it's a great name. Has a great ride. That is totally unrelated to the movie. Don't listen to him. Just Actually, go to the it's not this. <laughs> the ride isn't the same name, but it's very close. But I don't I'm, know. I'm impressed you knew the great mouse detective. Okay, tell her what letter the name starts with. F. Finnegan? No, but close. Finn. Fidget. Fidget. And I was thinking figment. I was thinking thinking figment, and I'm like. No, wait a minute. It's not that, but. Fidget I'm gonna count that for you. You stumped me with the name. I knew the character, I, just not I'm, the name. I'm impressed though, Sophie. Because <laughs> I to my knowledge, I have never seen the Great Mouse Detective. I don't know if you have. I have. I've never seen it. I have. I know the whole premise, everything. It's Sherlock Holmes. And you said Radigan, the professor. Professor Radigan, the world's greatest don't. Call him a sewer rat. You'll get eaten by his some um, pet cat, Fluffy. <laughs> he has so, a cat, and her name's Brenda. Fluffy. I'm giving this one to Sophie. I would too. I mean, no, she knows I'm giving so it much to more. you. You stumped I'm, I'm me impressed. on the name. I'm you impressed, stumped though. me. That's okay. <laughs> she never fails to impress me on this. I'm telling you. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I so thought I had her. I thought I had her. <laughs> you had me with the name. But I mean, that's such a minor detail. I thought I had you like full out. You'd be like, what in the world is he talking about? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a pig leg bat. 
<laughs> oh. oh, that's great. I love the great mouse that detective. Is great. That, yeah. that was great. Okay. Well, it is time to move on to a little bit of Walt. This oh, is a little, a little bit of Walt. This is a lot of a lot of bit of Walt day is what we're it calling. It is a lot of bit of Walt day. Yeah. And I wanted to have a quote that had something to do with the park because that's that's where we feel the magic is the parks yeah. and the cruises and you know all the places that you go where where the Disney community shares shares space with you. Yeah. So this quote is Disneyland is like Alice stepping through the looking glass. To step through the portals of Disneyland will be like entering another world. You know, you are absolutely right. Yes. Walt was so right in that. He was. Um, and it still is. And Walt Disney World is like that also. Yes. One of my favorite posts on My Dreams of Disney was when I was writing. This was for the 40th anniversary Um my friend, um, my friend Didi did a whole subject with a whole bunch of bloggers about what the park meant to you. And I I was given the year 1978, which I was wrong. It was really 1979 was my first trip as well. But in my post, I talked about how, you know, you drive up World Drive because my grandparents were driving us from Tampa. We drove up World Drive, and you're it's like the world, the Florida is leaving behind when you're yes. driving up because there wasn't anything else. It was a long road with nothing else. Yes. For like three miles. And then you park. And then you get on the you get on the monorail and you've got this futuristic train taking you around and you yes. see this castle in the distance. And it's like you've gone and you're totally you don't even know what Florida is anymore. You're not in Florida anymore. That's right. And then you get off and you go underneath the train tracks and you emerge on Main Street. Yeah. And it is entirely behind. You leave the world behind and you enter this new place. And that is what Disneyland is, and that is what Walt Disney World. You, you have gone through that looking glass. And you have come out the other side and you're in a new world, a new transformation. It is that to me was the absolute best part of the whole experience was poof. You've been magically transformed into a new world. That's right. That's 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 exactly right. And to and to talk back about. You know, when you mentioned Ken, our fellow writer at Chip and Co, who was, you know, Ken was in his 60s when he started writing for Chip and Co. And he was well into his adulthood before he ever went to Disney for the very first time. Mm -hmm. And one of the assignments we had was various questions we had to answer about, you know, ourselves. And and Ken hit the nail on the head. He said, it said your first impression when you entered a Disney park for the first time. And he said, Oh my God, I finally found where I belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And I'll never forget, you know, Sophie was, we were at a church, Brenda. Sophie was doing a little dance competition 
not a competition, <laughs> but like a dance um, like recital kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, you know, learning more more different moves about dance at this oh. church. Okay. And um, and Brenda calls me Sophie, and she's yeah. like, Mike. Mike, Mike, I'm so worried because I can't catch up with with Ken, and we were supposed to talk about something or other Disney. Yeah, and, I had tried several days, and we didn't know what was going on with him. And that's when we found out that he had passed away. You know, so so it was it was a hard day, but and we wrote. That post I still pull that post up every now and again About Thanks Ken You know About what all the writers He meant something to every single one of those writers Yep It was so cool Such a great man And that's What the Disney community is That's exactly what the Disney community is So So anyway That was a great post a great that was a great podcast guys thank yay. you so much for joining me today yay so happy to honor walt this way yeah and thank you walt for everything and all of our disney friends yes you know but it all started with walt yep so thank you walt thank you all of the disney community and we are going to sign off. Thank you, Sophie, Brenda, Grogu, for joining me today. Yay! Thank you, Mike, for all your inputs. Thank awesome you to hear for about. having us. And next week, we have a celebration coming up. Oh. Next week, Brenda, Sophie, Grogu. Next week is the 100th episode of On the Road with Mickey. Yay! I am so excited. I Yay. can't wait. We're going to celebrate. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I mean, <laughs> probably just talk about some of our favorite moments. Who knows? Yay. I've got a video um, that I'm going to try and sprinkle in. And so you all can hear it. And it's a special song from our buddy Yeehaw Bob. Oh, and, nice. And I, um, I can't wait to share next week with you guys. So. We will. We hope you all have a great week. Have a great time. If you're at Disney, take lots of pictures for us. We're jealous. If you're not at Disney, just Google pictures all week, you know? Yeah. No one needs work. What's this work? Yeah. (laughs) I don't need work. I'm busy learning French. Here's what you do. Just just you know, put Pull up our YouTube. We started with episode 20. Pull up our YouTube and just play every single episode on YouTube. Yeah. And then post what your favorites are. Yeah. Yeah. And Sophie, Brenda, Grogu, and I, we will see you you on on the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.